Come on, pick up the... I said I was ready, and I didn't even have the thing <laughs> I know, and you're still going to ring the sheen after how many episodes? Yeah, I know. Okay. All right, here we go. I'm, go cut, I'm cutting this out. Don't worry. All right. No, <laughs> keep it in. No, I'm leaving it out. I have the power. <laughs> Welcome to Nerds, Geeks, in the Kitchen Sink. It's a podcast about comics, games, sci-fi, horror, pop culture, music, movies, and a few surprises. I'm your host, DK. I'm one of the hosts. I'm Chris, your other host. Improve if you feel like it. How in the hell are you? I'm doing good. We're into the new year, full swing. Full swing. After our uh, year review of 2019. Yep. Seems like everybody enjoyed themselves. I did. So. That was a good time. It was fun. Shout outs to our last two guests. Yes. Good dudes. Yes. Real good dudes. Absolutely. We should make them fight one time. One time. I think I know who'd win, but I won't say. I, I, I know who I won't say. On. I know who my money's on. <laughs> Just involves Blaine's. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Anywho. Anywho. Uh, what's been going on? Not much. You know, we got the uh, the big game this weekend. The big game. The big game. I believe it. You know what? Football. We're not making money off of this. Screw it. It's a Super Bowl. We all know what it is. The Super Bowl. Yeah. Yes. <sighs> Who cares about the game? We just want the commercials. Yes. You know, and that's one of the things um, DC is pretty much staying away. DC is? DC, from what I what, uh, what things I've gathered, that we're not going to really see any new movies or trailers. No Birds or of Prey, anything? No, no new Birds of Prey. Uh, might show up online, but they're not going to have anything. But Marvel, on the other hand... The big rumor is, is we're finally going to get to see a trailer of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm -hmm. uh, I know there is a new Black Widow trailer is going to be on there. Sure. And I've heard a hinkling of a rumor. A hinkling? A hinkling. I don't know if that's a word. That we may get a few little preliminary shots of WandaVision. WandaVision. I'd like that a lot. So That show has potential to be crazy. I know. Especially with the fact that they've stated... That it's leaning into the Doctor Strange movie. Yes. So. That's pretty cool. Fingers crossed. It's cool that they keep all that alive. Yes. That whole, uh, the, the MCU is well, still sort of doing its thing and, and it still we've works. Yeah, we've talked about this. That's that's what makes the MCU so good. You mm -hmm. know, they, they merge all that TV and. Well, and, I don't think that's the only thing that makes it good. But no, but it's I certainly mean, cool. That's the one I think that makes it better. Here's the thing. Than, here's the thing that truly I think it does. Right. It helps me to care about a character who I might not even know at all. Well, I mean, look what everybody thinks of Agent Coulson. He's the best. I mean, he's the best. Other than Phil, he, yeah, he's Phil, the best. he is the best. But I mean. Who would have really thought that he was going to be a character that ev almost everybody He's universally loves. loved. If yeah. you don't love Phil Coulson, you're a scroll. Get out. <laughs> Get out. Scroll scum. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so it seems like Marvel is doing their big push. Uh, I know a lot of stuff is going to start. And also the fact that we didn't talk about this before, they are moving up the dates on both the Winter Soldier and Falcon and we're going to get WandaVision this year. For sure this year? For sure this year. Okay. It's supposed to be near the end of the uh, near the end of the year, but we're getting it in 2020 instead of 2021. So like right around the time of Mandalorian episode, wait, season 2? Yeah. That's crazy. Yes. Imagine having all these. Thanks for giving me a reason to keep Disney Plus. <laughs> That's oh, you awesome. mean the live action Lion King wasn't enough? That wasn't quite enough. <laughs> it was not quite enough. John, we love you, but not your best work. Mm -mm. 
So and he did Jungle Book too, right? He did Jungle which Book, which I didn't see that. Which actually was not too bad. I, I kind of I it, of those kind of live action that mm-hmm. was not too bad. Okay. So were there songs in that? Well, as memorable apparently as it was, <laughs> I I not really. I no. don't think there were. Were they humming? Like, was he like humming their I think, necessities? Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I think that may have been part of it. It's, it's a, been a while since I've seen it. Okay. And I've had Mandalorian on the plane for... Yeah, haven't we all? You know, several you months. You see that? There's that new Yoda toy, Baby Yoda. It's 350 Oh, I know. And it's But it's awesome. The, the uh, was it uh, Sideshow? It's Sideshow, yeah. Yes. Oh, th- they have the best. It's glorious. I mean, that's that's my, my uh, you know, gluttony buy if I ever win the lottery. I'm... Having a room full of those. Have a room things. full of them. Yep. So just in different poses and just all not just not just Baby Yoda because that would be creepy. No, all Baby Yoda. <laughs> like you know, some old ladies love Raggedy Ann. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at you, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. What if you had a whole room just full of Baby Yodas dressed in di- doing different poses? Like one's like a mid frog eating. Should eating. we have a therapy session? <laughs> I, I have mean, a problem. I mean, you know. I mean, do you need to talk about your mom on the this dolls. one? I mean, <laughs> the dolls. <laughs> oh, the dolls. <laughs> no, for real, they have a whole room full of dolls. Oh, okay. They do. Okay. Right across the hall from mine. Well, as long as it's not a when, room full of clowns. When I lived there, I don't. Yeah. To be to be clear, I don't live with my parents anymore. No, no. <laughs> Been a few years. You have you have gotten out of the basement. I and did. You, you have a family of your own. Yes. So it's true. I'm now you just man. have your own dolls. I do have some dolls, though. <laughs> mainly like Freddie and. Uh, Jason and right. Mikey, and tons of and m- more pops. recently, I got a Jamie Lee Curtis from yes. a nice friend of mine gave me one of those. Yeah, you you had to have you know. I'm glad I got an it. Antagonist I am glad. That. Yeah. You, you, yeah. So anywho, I thought for this episode, I recently so the the Apex season ended right. Right. So all my nights went away from mainly watching you know <laughs> watching a screen with Apex on it to hey let's watch a bunch of movies. So I've gone on this tear of. Just basically movie after movie. Pretty much every day I tried to watch a movie. but I didn't do an every day, but I tried. So uh, I figured we'd just do like a movie dump. Okay. Just yeah, go talk for movies. It. Go for it. Okay. Did you watch some stuff too? Uh, really? The only one is we both watched Okay, was, we'll save that for the last We'll one. save that for the last one. Mm-hmm. I have not had time. Mm-hmm. Uh, my daughter is a uh, competitive athlete, and we've had some huge tournaments. Sure. And I've pretty much seen nothing but... Three minutes of pop music in, in, in you know every ten minutes. Yes, <laughs> I understand. By the by, the way, my my daughter is a competitive cheerleader. So, uh, if you have Netflix, watch cheer. That's basically what it is. <laughs> I see. It sounds like a lot of work. It, but you know what? I, I'm gonna toot uh, her horn. Her team is both going to summit, which is like. If you've watched the Netflix cheer, like the Daytona turned oh. for them, it's it's the Olympics of cheer in her her uh, league. That's great. And then she she's going to U.S. finals. Well, congrats! I'm sure it was a lot of work. A lot of work, a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Danny's got to pay. That hurts me. <laughs> Believe me, Daddy's if you look, pay. if you look at my bank account, it hurts me a lot too. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I'm just gonna go through some stuff here. Go uh, for it. I watched uh, I watched a movie called The Headhunter. I saw that you you did your little yes, thing I, on how well you liked. I it. I liked it better than Witcher, which I've tried tried and tried to finish Witcher, and I just I I don't know what it is, but it I I don't feel it doesn't make me feel anything. Yeah, I don't 
connect with it. I don't understand. It's not that I don't understand it. I do understand like what's happening in the show, but right. there hasn't been anything to make me go, well, this is awesome. I I like it, but it's nothing nothing like well like Mandalorian where I was in you know ready yeah. to or even like the Marvel uh, shows like The Punisher and Daredevil. Yeah. Now, mind you, it, it's better than Iron Fist, but for sure, no, I, I don't think <laughs> no, the show is bad. No, I mean it's bad. not bad. No, no, I'm just saying just to, to you know kind of like enthralled. how I felt with Joker. I just I thought it was fine. I just didn't really. I and that one, I'm the same way. Yeah. I was. I know we we've had people come tell us, "Oh my God, it's the greatest movie ever!" Yeah. And I'm like, "It's meh. It's fine. Meh. It's not bad. I just no. feel like I didn't get it. I, I don't know. But we don't have to talk about Joker again. No, no. sorry, Jared. Yeah. His number one movie. Yeah, uh, but I just I watched this movie Headhunter, and I have to say I really really liked it. Now, mind you, I've only seen the trailer of yeah. it because I watched the trailer you posted about yeah. it. The dude, his armor reminds me of Skyrim so much. Oh yes. Oh yeah, he just needs the horns. Yes, I mean that's it's awesome. His armor is really one of the coolest parts about it. But so it's like a small movie, mm-hmm. right? It's like a, mainly mainly a dude in his little hut. Um, he gets called to slay these monsters okay. by the by the king or whoever. Um, right. He goes to this. He goes to a castle. This one castle. Okay, and on a tree in the courtyard, they shoot an arrow with a uh, like a wanted poster wrapped around it. And then he go, he looks at the poster and then goes and fights. He finds that it's it's for creatures. He like he's he's basically a Witcher, right? Gotcha. I mean, it's basically the Witcher, but it's a much smaller story. Mm-hmm. It's just a, it's mainly about him at home, trying to deal with the grief he lost his daughter. He's dealing with the grief and he's his like he's like physically broken. He's, right. Everything has been just he's busted. Right. Like he falls down and you're like, how is he even going to get up? <laughs> it's it's hard. <laughs> so um. I don't want to give any too much away, but he brings these heads of these creatures home and puts them on his wall, and they're in his living room, nice. which is kind of weird. And he doesn't like he like puts a bucket under it maybe to collect some of the stuff that drips out. But uh, it's kind of less clean, cleanly uh, predator esque. Yes, um, but so like a lot of the action happens off screen. Like you'll hear the horn blow, and then you you see him leave, and then you see him come back with a new head in a bag. Gotcha. Um, it is a very low budget, basically no budget. This movie, um, and then basically uh, he finds he gets a uh, a call to hunt down the monster that killed his daughter, and then uh, that's where it goes from there. Gotcha. And it it it, it is on the service uh, shutter. I would say that it has horror elements. I don't know if I want to call it a horror movie, although it is. I mean, it is. I know creepy. it's very brutal. It's unsettling and brutal and creepy. Right. Uh, it does have creatures and effects and stuff, but like minimal, but just the right amount for me. Right. And for such a small movie, the scope does feel huge. You get right. these scenes of him wandering through these huge open landscapes, and it's it's not like all in one tiny room. Although a lot of it is, but like they clearly did have some beautiful areas right. to film. It looks awesome. The movie looks awesome. For, for Again, for like no budget. Right. It's amazing. Um, and I heard some behind the scenes stuff where, and, and it just blows my mind that they made this movie for what they made it for. Really? And and they bought a bunch of props and stuff from like Spirit Halloween and like <laughs> they altered them and stuff. Well, but yeah, I mean, mainly, them up and- yeah, I mean, mainly the, the, the movie is held together by this dude's acting uh, and, and how good, like how, uh, the, the, like good, um, directorial choices I right think. so it, it kind of reminds me of evil dead in some ways 
even some of the scenes, I'm like, oh, that feels pretty uh, <laughs> Evil Dead too. That's kind of funny, right? And there's a bunch of um, like there's some like puppeteering of these creatures and stuff, right? So uh, all in all, it does have some creepy moments, um, especially near the end. And I, I would definitely give it thumbs up. I don't like to give things like a number rating, but right. but I like to give you like, should you watch it or not? Yeah, you should watch it. Yeah, it's fun. Yes, I'll definitely have to. That's on my list. Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> yeah, that was really really good. Um, I've been thinking about it a lot. It's just one that has stuck with me for some reason. So if you have Shutter, if you don't have Shutter, get it. There's right. tons of good stuff on there. Half the stuff I watch is on Shutter. It's like five bucks a month. Come on. Well, isn't the uh, was it the Creep Show? Creep Show's on there as well. Yes. Loved it. As you may remember. Yes. So uh, another thing I watched, moving on from that, okay. to, to continue this movie dump, <laughs> a movie called The Possession ah. with um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Okay. Have you seen that movie? I haven't seen it. You've told me about this one, too. Have um, I? Yeah. Okay. Maybe it was on my list or something, some previous list. Uh, we rewatched it. I haven't seen it since 2000. I think it came out in 2010 or 11 or something like okay. that. It had been that long, and I basically forgot all of it. It's a solid, uh, like, modern era sort of possession movie. This uh, The first scene I remember being pretty creepy, and it still holds up. Right. There's this it's, it's a, So it's about a Dybbuk box. Do you know what a Dybbuk is? Yes. It's this the, sort of. Oh, God, I know what this is. I've seen It's been a while since I've seen it. it was you did probably, see the movie? Yeah, it was probably like 2010, 2011 yeah. when I saw it, but okay. yeah. I do remember right now. The first scene is the there's like this older lady and she has the box on her yes, mantelpiece. Yes. And she's like looks terrified and it's like whispering. I think that's right. amazing. I love that shot. I never forgot about that. <laughs> so I knew it would be that at the beginning, but then I pretty much forgot everything else. Doesn't she die and then her Well, she doesn't gr- die, but well, she or, has like a stroke or something. Yeah, and then her grandkid or, or uh, they or they sell a some, bunch of her stuff yeah, that's, and this girl finds it and takes it home. Yes. And then it sort of, sort of uh, takes control of her life. Right. Well shot movie, I think. Uh, I don't. It's like one step below really good. Right. I liked it. I like Jeffrey D. Morgan. He's really obviously he's really good. Well, yeah. Uh, everyone else in it's fine. The effects are mostly okay. Till so there's some really questionable CG. Well, I mean, let's be honest. About that time, you know, hmm. if you weren't from Weta or ILM, the <laughs> yeah, it's not great. Yeah. It it feels like a Sam Raimi movie. It feels like a sequel to Drag Me to Hell. In gotcha. some ways, not as ridiculous. No, it's still ridiculous. Well, yeah, but not as ridiculous. Uh, they have this doggy door that's like a human could just easily go through. It's like crazy, <laughs> and they're all surprised when a raccoon gets it's in their like, house. It's like a Great Dane esque size. It's huge. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> but anyway, uh, I liked it. It had um, it had uh, it had good moments i liked it yeah it was good i kind of wish sam raimi had directed it i think maybe originally he was going to this could be me remembering wrong but i remember reading about this movie online for like years beforehand it was originally going to be called dibbuk box i think but then Hmm. whatever but it's a ghost house movie so it's produced by sam raimi either way right so the evil dead dudes yes so i like that one as well okay all right i got more you got more go for it all right next up i watched i really love this one amityville 3d have you seen this? I it's been forever and a day, but yes. Okay, I get it's technically the third Amityville movie, but it was a uh, it was a three um, D cash in. Yeah. Um, it's a uh, Dino De Laurentiis movie who did a bunch of those kinds of movies uh, in that period, right? Uh, for no money, basically. Um, 
he did uh he also was responsible for uh he produced uh, army of darkness yeah so that's awesome but yeah um that movie if you like these sort of okay let me back up <laughs> As we, as soon as it's on, right, we're watching it. And I'm like, what year did Poltergeist come out? The year before, literally the year before this. So it's obviously like a Poltergeist a play, ripoff. Yeah, like there is no, to, yeah. there's no hiding it. No, it's trying to be Poltergeist. There's so many things borrowed from Poltergeist. Well, I mean, how many movies at the time came out that were as big as Poltergeist? Well, I mean, not as big as Poltergeist, but ripped Poltergeist off. Oh, everything. I mean, just you anything know. in that style. Yeah. yeah. So the movie tries all the things Poltergeist did. Like, it tries to have a heart. It tries to have, um, like, it does, like, there's, like, a paranormal investigation at the end. And it's got, like, a girl who goes missing and possibly, like, another ghostly dimension. I mean, there's, <laughs> yeah. there's all this stuff that's clearly just ripped off. Yeah. But the funny thing about it is it, it was shot for 3D back then, right? So you have all these gags, all these so stupid gags. So it's like, like the yes, I mean literally, you know, almost like just taking something up to the camera yeah. closer and bringing so, it back. Uh, my yeah. favorite example of like the shoehorned stupid uh, use of 3D is like there, there's <laughs> they cut to a scare, and this it, it's like it's like they cut from I forget what maybe like a, a creepy scene, right? And they cut into. A, a a teenager throwing a frisbee at you <laughs> as a scare. I think it's meant it's like to be a, a scare. Jump scare. Yeah, it's like a jump scare. It's really funny though because <laughs> in what other Amityville movie would somebody be throwing a frisbee right at the camera? Just, yeah, it, it's like baffling. If you didn't know about the three D thing, it's baffling. <laughs> it's really funny. Uh, yeah, and it does stuff like uh, Final Destination style. A pipe flies, flies through. A, you know, you know yeah, flies right yeah. at your face. Stuff like that, right? Um, the plot's interesting. It's got good. Again, it has like good actors, but it's like they, um, it's like they couldn't use the original people, so they right. just got like the next, like who's next in line? Who is basically the same? It's like a step down from those. They couldn't get Margot Kidder, but they got like, uh, I mean, this lady that looks and sounds like her, right? I mean, but blonde, but I mean, <laughs> really, really similar. Yeah, uh, I liked it. I liked it a lot, though. It had some cool scenes. It had some bad effects. So, this is not a good movie. Well, it's not the, a good movie. At that time, any, like, 3D and special effects, yeah. you know, were were borderline B-movie, even for the, the mainstream yeah, box it, office. It was all practical effects, which I did appreciate. And there right. were some actual neat uh, effects that I was like, how the hell did it do that? Uh, stuff involving frost and ice and... Um, well, then there was like a woman that turned into a skeleton <laughs> while driving a car. <laughs> and then a guy opens the door and the skeleton's kind of still alive for some reason. And then it bursts into flame again. Okay. I don't know. It doesn't really make sense and I don't care. There's a... The whole culmination of the whole thing. I guess this is a spoiler, but whatever. It's been this long. I was long. just saying. How many the whole been culmination 20? is like there's this giant hole in the floor in the basement that uh-huh. I guess is an old well. Is that in the original Amityville? I thought it was no. just a hole in the wall. Yeah, it was the Where this like, red wall. light comes through. Uh, yeah, there was no mention of a well in the basement. So in this movie, for some reason, it's now a creature that lives in a well, <laughs> causing all these bad things to happen. It, and it looks like a, like a watery puppet man thing. <laughs> uh, it's crazy. It, and it, they really, like, they don't not show it. Like, they show it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's uh, embarrassing. <laughs> There's a scene when they 
this guy gets dragged down into the well and he's like right. slowly being dragged down. He's like, just go save yourself. And it's like, obviously they could have helped him. Right. He's like, nope, don't worry about me. And then he kind of like checks his watch as he's slowly being dragged down. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Yeah. Loved it. Definitely not a uh, Stan Winston uh, effects no. company. No. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, it's funny because at the beginning of the movie, there's a scene when there's some um, some people doing like fake uh, seances in there. Uh-huh. And the whole point is that this guy's like a journalist and he, he works for this like magazine that uh, calls out fake paranormal stuff, oh, I guess. Okay. And he makes like so much money that he could buy the Amityville house from working for this crappy magazine. That is, like, a, it was like a magazine that no one would respect. Like, it's like a. So it's like BuzzFeed. Yeah, kind of. I mean, <laughs> but, but like sillier. Right. And in the 70s. So the, uh, what is it? The Onion? I mean, sort of, yeah. But it's like, oh, these uh, we 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 found these people ripping you off about you know, all these seances and oh, our ghosts aren't real or what, whatever UFOs. Yeah. We found out these this evidence was faked. That kind of thing, right? But, so the anti uh, what was it? Uh, World uh, Weekly, right? So, but the movie treats him as if he's this like very serious reporter. Oh God! <laughs> and he's like <laughs> dressing fancy and stuff, but right, really right. just works for this crap magazine, and. Uh, <laughs> He, so the whole thing is they go to the Amityville house where they're doing these fake seances. And the effects in that scene are so bad, but I didn't realize it. It took me a second to realize, oh, this is supposed to look bad because, because, it's, supposed to be because it's supposed to be fake in the movie. Right. And then you see a guy like holding a thing on a fishing wire and whatever. Right. And he's like in a black suit. And then they call him out and it's all fake, right? But then later in the movie when the real stuff happens, the effects are worse. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. So... I I think that one is worth a watch. If you like watching a bad a bad horror movie, it's they're, they're always fun. Come on, let's be honest. Well worth it. Yeah, fully enjoyed. <laughs> yeah, ten out of ten on that one. Okay. Uh, okay. Here's another one. All right. I'm just going on. Unless no, you want to jump in with something. Did you no. watch anything you want to talk about? The only thing I watched really is I watched the Onion movie. <laughs> the Onion movie. Oh, you haven't? Oh my god. No, I've never seen it. Oh, it's hilarious. It's it's basically. Um, have you ever seen the TV show Blue Bloods? I I know what it is. Okay, the grandpa in, on that is like this lead anchor for the Onion Network. Okay, it's like the news, mm-hmm. but like you know the Facebook page, the Onion, the yeah, website. Yeah, I know Onion. Yeah, it it's all these goofy ass satirical news broadcasts. There's a movie though. There is a movie. Oh my! And the end of it is. I mean, it borderlines on, um, oh, what was the uh, the guys from South Park? Team America? Yeah. The ending almost borderlines on Team America. Wow. Because, oh, at the end of it is Steven Seagal. Is it actually Steven Seagal? It is actually Steven Seagal. Right, I love this movie. And he plays this action hero called Cockknocker. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> That's a ripoff, isn't it? Huh? Didn't isn't that what Mark Hamill did in the Jay and Silent Bob? Yeah, but this this is an older movie, so they it's older cannot, than that. Yeah, what? Yeah, two characters called Cockknocker. I know. Are yeah. you serious? Except Steven Seagal's in like this Japanese like shirt, long sleeve shirt, and then you know black pants and, and like his slippers. This is crazy. And, and he actually punches guys. He earns his name. He earns his name. Well, these terrorists. Like come into the the uh, studio and hold at the end of it, hold the anchor hostage. Is this like a studio movie, like a real movie? 
What yeah, year did this come out? I've never oh heard of god, it. Oh my god, it's I know it's got to be at least 12, 15 years old. I mean, it's it's a little bit older. Huh. Um anyway, they put landmines in front of their Johnsons. <laughs> To, and, and they're you know cock blocked oh right they're blocked of course <laughs> so what and then like at one point there's some like girl who's like strips down to her bikini and shaking her ass and the one guy one terrorist is starting to get a hard on and oh and then it explodes and, and, no it almost <sighs> but it, it like flips up and oh it, it what it, <laughs> what are you telling me it is that must have been after Jay and Silent Bob no, it had to be. No, you had I, to be. I'm gonna look it up. We're gonna let. We're gonna figure it out. We're gonna figure it out. All right, that sounds wild. In the meantime, I'm gonna dig into this here strawberry kombucha. Hi, Trent. <laughs> I don't know if you're listening, buddy. 2008 was the Onion movie. Okay. Sans on the Bob was before that. I'm just saying. How do you have that character name? It had to be. It was. It was. Jay right. and Silent Bob was 2001. Yeah. I thought so. I was thinking some other stuff they did that was later. Somebody's going to get sued. But yeah. Now no, oh no, they're not going to get sued. <laughs> Believe me. No, I know no, one, no one wants to associate probably with this movie other than Steven Seagal. He did. Yeah. What's that movie where he grabs a snake? Do you know that one? There's a movie where he grabs a snake. Grabs a snake. Yeah, he grabs a snake. He like, he like scares it and grabs it. He's like so badass, he just grabs a snake. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, don't. <laughs> I just remember him punching a guy in the throat yeah. and grabbing a snake. Normal Steven Seagal stuff. All right, anyway, let's move on. I uh, will watch this Onion movie, and I'll give a full review. You will have to give a full, full review. review. Uh, all right, now. I'm I'm ready to talk about something okay. that was amazing. Alright. That just dropped on Netflix out of nowhere. It's eighteen minutes long and it's beautiful. And, it's, and it's I a, have to watch it's this. a David Lynch film yes. called What Did Jack Do? The, it's really in the running for our movie of the year, I'm telling you. For me anyway. <laughs> it's a movie about an investigator who uh is questioning this uh this uh, guy who might have uh, done a murder, but it's all weird and it's in black and white, and it's David Lynch is the one guy. Oh, and a monkey is the other guy. <laughs> so the guy he's in, he's investigating is a monkey that speaks with a human voice, and I and it's like a and has a human mouth. Monkey little, it, it's cute. Spider monkey kind of. It's a cute little monkey, yeah. but they put it in a suit with a yeah. tie and everything, and it's adorable. <laughs> but he's talking I think David Lynch probably does the voice of the monkey as well probably I guess I don't have confirmation on that but I, it's pretty obvious because Lynch has a voice that you know um, and it's all this weird sort of fragmented dialogue that at first seems to not even connect it's just one off weird someone someone I was talking to said that it sounded like they were just quoting other things <laughs> at each other until it sort of started to make sense. Right. It's nuts. Yeah, I'll have to. He's. I've been meaning, we talked about it a couple times. Yeah, it's a must. Hadn't had a chance to. I'll get that. There's so many quotable lines in it. I I love it. I love David Lynch. It's it's amazing. There's a prolonged shot of a cup of coffee that I just, I love it. That is definitely a 
David Lynch. And it's made by David Lynch. Moment. It's all shot in one room. Right. There's no budget to this. That's like an interrogation room. No, they're oh. at, they're at a train station, which okay. you find out by there are train sort of noises, like ambient sounds, and like there's like a what's supposed to be a window, I think, out onto a train platform or something. Okay, maybe I don't know exactly what it is, <laughs> but you, all, the only way you would really know is because at the first thing. David Lynch comes in and goes, So we meet at a train station. <laughs> it's so good. Okay. But, man, I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> You've been seen with birds. Uh, I, it will make sense when you watch it. Okay. He's accusing him of uh, killing this uh, chicken, I guess. Oh, I thought you were going to say, you know, bestiality. But... No. No, they, I think they, he killed a chicken. But if it was a monkey, would it really be me still? I don't know what's happening. <laughs> well, they, they may cover that in the movie, okay, by the okay. way. You must watch it. Please watch it. <laughs> uh, I can't wait to hear your review. <laughs> okay. So what, we'll, we'll have that for next time. Everyone, pause this right now. Go watch What Did Jack Do? It's like 18 minutes long. It's on Netflix. <laughs> I promise you, it's well worth it. It's worth your time. It's worth your Netflix subscription. The total money you've ever paid for Netflix is worth <laughs> this. Okay. That's some grandiose. Well, it's also there. true. Okay. No delusions All right. here. All right. All right. I watched one more thing. Okay. A movie called Trick. Okay. Came out last year. It's a Halloween knockoff. All right. I believe it's written by some of the guys who wrote. They did write a sequel to. Well, let's see. What was it? I think they wrote a sequel to the Rob Zombie Halloween Two. Okay. Like they were gonna. Like Rob wasn't going to do a third one, but the studio wanted to. Mm-hmm. So they wrote and pitched this th- the third one. It was going to be like a 3D movie. Right. I think they also wrote My Bloody Valentine 3D, okay. which that one's pretty good. Yeah. But um, the movie itself, I don't love, but it has some good moments. It has Tom Atkins, who is one of my all-time favorites. If you've seen Halloween 3, he's the main guy in Halloween right. 3. He's in a lot of other stuff. The Fog, another right. good one. You know, I love that movie. But yes. Tom Atkins is amazing. He's he's still kicking. He's in there, uh, does some cool stuff, but it's a movie about this kid who just like goes nuts one Halloween night at this party and just starts stabbing people, right? Okay. And then basically every year he keeps coming back and killing people, but they they've like shot him, they've stabbed him, they've done all this stuff. There's they're like he's no there's no way he's still alive. We've done right. all this stuff to him. We've confirmed shot him like six times. He fell out a two-story window. He went into the water. He's probably dead. Like, there's no way he's right, alive. Right, right. So this, the main investigator is, like, losing his mind. Like, am I crazy? Is this guy really, <laughs> like, is he supernatural? Right. Like, what's going on? Uh, and there's a really dumb twist at the end. But um, I, I, I didn't love this movie. I liked parts of it. And I liked some of the ideas that it had. But for the most part, right. you could skip trick. Gotcha. So, but it's really just trying to be like a Halloween. I mean, it sounds pretty much the whole entire premise of Halloween. It's pretty similar, right? Uh, it's... But like the killer is doing all these like fancy movements and like taunting them with a knife and being way too, I don't know. Like you, you'd think when I think of a movie like that, you think like a, a silent killer who stalks right. and is slow and right. wouldn't do anything that would be silly. He's more of like an action hero bad guy. Yes. Yeah, it's really. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's jumping around, mask. spinning his knife around, <laughs> yeah. and taunting people and doing whatever. There's some good kills. It, right. it really, at the end of the day, is a slasher movie, so it does have some pretty good kills, right. I have to say. But uh, for the most part, no. But it was pretty <laughs> clever. That, right. I, again, I think the writing was probably the best part about it, but the 
I don't know. It just doesn't. It doesn't really come together. Not all the performances are perfect, and um, it just doesn't really. Gotcha. I wouldn't have directed it the way it's directed. Not that I'm a professional or <laughs> anything. I just would have made it. It's kind of shot like um, lots of shaky cam, lots of movement on the camera. Almost, it seems like they're trying to make up for the fact that they didn't have a budget or something, so they try to do all this same. fancy camera work. But to, for me, it just kind of it just models. Yeah, I just didn't really just work for me. Models it, I don't know. Yeah. Again, I'm not an expert or whatever, but no, that's just yeah. how I felt about it. Right. I didn't love it. I think a lot of times that shaky cam technique kind of covers lack of... It's to mask things. Well, yeah, yeah lack of budget to uh, be able to actually... Sure. And there's sometimes when they... Really cover and edit. They stuff. try to use it for like, um, you know, you know, kinetic energy or whatever, right. whatever you call that when the camera's moving. And it makes the story feel like it's going fast or whatever. Or like, yeah. like in Born Identity when it's like... Makes it seems to in make the, the fight fights brutal or whatever. Like, wop, wop. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. But it didn't really work like that for this. No. <laughs> but there was one kill where a uh, a, a crane flips a uh, like a tombstone through someone's head and their head explodes. Okay. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. And it's like a person who's in a car, and they yell to warn the other person, and. Because they warn that person, that person gets out of the way, and then the person right. who warned them gets their head destroyed. Just as you're yelling, just lean down. Like the person <laughs> could have just leaned to the left. Instead of sitting there, ah! Yeah. Yeah. But they, yeah. So, but that's just how these movies are. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's like that one, is it the Geico commercial? Which one? The, the Haunted House one with the guy with the ski mask and the chainsaws. I don't know if I've seen that one. You haven't seen that one? No. They're like running from the ha- or running from this guy with a chainsaw. And they're like out in the middle of the the field. There's a house. There's a garage with chains and stuff hanging. Yeah. And then there's a car running. They're like, "Oh, let's go to the go, to, go the, to the, the shed." Yeah. And the one girl's like, "What about the running car?" No. Nope. They're like, "No, no, let's go." So we're all sitting there behind. I think we lost him. And the guy's like standing in the garage and he lifts his mask up like, you idiots. What? And How's this a Geico commercial? Yeah. <laughs> and it talks about making smart decisions. Oh, I see. And like at the end of it, they're running out. Hey, let's go to the field. No, there's a basement. Let's go to the basement. Yes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But that pretty much sums up the movie trick. Yeah. <laughs> It has Omar Epps, who I like. He's uh, from House. Uh huh. Yeah, he was good. I like him. And he's in what Dracula movie is it? Dracula two thousand or something? Is that the one with uh, Jason Scott Lee? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. He's in one. <laughs> or of he them. was the like ninja priest. Boy, I don't remember that. <laughs> I sure don't. But that sounds good. That sure sounds good. All right, one last movie that we have to talk about, and okay. this is a movie that we both watched. Yes. And it's a little movie called Bone Tomahawk. Very good movie. You liked it? I liked it. Okay. I liked it. Reminded me a little bit of... (laughs) Well, and especially with the fact that the lead character is Kurt Russell. Yeah. It reminded me a little bit of Tombstone meets Dog Soldier. Sure. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, So, go ahead and set up the premise and the... Uh, Well, basically, uh, this guy's wife is kidnapped by these... uh, they're not Native Americans. They're like, they're Tro- like a tribe of troglodytes. They're called troglodytes in yeah. the movie. Yeah, they're like cannibalistic um, cave dwelling, cave dwelling yeah. people. And uh, so, so really, like it's a western, but it it kind of ends up 
sort of a slasher. Not a slasher, but like it's a horror movie, I yeah, would say. Yeah. It's like a, a a Western movie with some horror elements. Right. It's it's like how Crimson Peak is a ghost movie. Right. <laughs> it's a romance movie with some ghosts in it. Right, right. This movie is a Western movie with some horror, horror elements in it. Yeah. yeah. Um it's got good acting. Good Very actors. Good acting. There's everybody awesome in actors. it. Yeah. I mean, I think now I had a favorite. Okay. I don't know about you, but I think my favorite character in the movie was Chicory. That's um, the old deputy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That do you know who that was? I don't know who that was. It was um, Richard Jenkins. Really? Yeah. I didn't recognize. Him. He he looks really old. Yeah. And they they do something with his hair. They make him look. I, I he was going to say. He, but, yeah. But that's Richard Jenkins, who people will know for like in Step Brothers. He's the dad. Yeah. Um. Man, I did not yeah, recognize he's him. He's really, really good. He's in a ton of stuff. I, I love mean, him. He's in, got a real shaggy beard. Yeah. I can't really tell it. Yeah. And he kind of, he's putting on the old man a little bit. Yeah, he kind of walks around hunched over. We went to a flea circus. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, yeah. He's really good. He Most of the comedy comes from him. He yeah. drinks the soup too fast, and it's, <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> it's gross. <laughs> Kurt Russell's like, he's like, okay. The first thing I, he says is like, that tea that. smells horrible. He's like, it's soup. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, okay. My thing, what is with Kurt Russell? The only thing that I had on this movie, what is with Kurt Russell? Is he like a nutritionist from the West? Oh, because he's he's like the the sleep and nutrition and stuff. That yeah, we're, I mean that that was kind of the only odd thing that I thought. No, he's just a man. I I thought because I did think of that too. He's a man who has lived a long time and has kind of learned these things. Trial it was, and error. Yeah, it was just kind of weird, though, the way he presented it on. It was like, you know, oh, well, you know, you got to make sure that you eat and get good food and, you know, get plenty of sleep. and Yeah. Eat your Wheaties. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, he's the the fitness guy. I did notice that. West. But I was like, well, yeah, it would make sense. He's he's kind of an expert on a lot of things, it yeah. seems like. It's also got Patrick Wilson from yes. The Conjuring. He's great. He is great. And he's, I mean, uh, he did really good. He's very good, yeah. I like that he reads that poem and he's like, I need a poem. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's so it's Patrick Wilson's wife gets kidnapped. And, right. Uh, they have to go on a quite a journey to try and find out what happened. Is she still alive? Will they, you know, whatever. Well, and we're then Matthew Fox is in it too. <clears throat> Matthew Fox. And the- it took me until the scene where they were at the campfire mm-hmm. for me to realize that was... Matthew Fox. Oh, really? Till he took his hat off. I always look at the credits beforehand, so I oh, okay. I knew it was going to be him. But I really like Matthew Fox. Uh, he's he's awesome. Uh, a good performance from him. Like yeah. really, really good. Yeah. His character has a full arc and everything. Like it's I I really like that. Yeah. Uh, he looks good with a mustache. He started out reminding me of the. Remember, um, in Tombstone, I was gonna say Tombstone. Yeah, yes, the the like he not the mayor, yeah, a mayor or governor of the yeah, yeah, wherever yeah. or yeah. whatever. He kind of looked like him. Yeah, he yeah. kind of looked like him and kind of acted at the beginning of yeah. it. Kind of acted, and then when he just starts blowing away that one guy. Oh yeah, it's like oh no, Whoa. he is not like that. No, yeah, but uh, it's a great movie. It's got some cool. I love the dialogue. is very very good. It's, it's well very written. Good. It's some of the best parts of the movie it's great to see kurt russell being so awesome uh in a movie that a lot of people probably haven't heard of right so if you like westerns don't let the fact that i mean if even if you don't love horror movies it's a great western i think and Uh, it's 
It's not much I of a almost, horror movie. I was going to say, I almost have a hard time calling it a horror movie. Yeah. I mean, there's some blood and gore, like the one kid in the barn. It's pretty gory. Is, and that's pretty gory. Well, the first thing you see is a man just having his throat Involved. sliced. Yeah. yeah. So, it does have some gore. It doesn't shy away from showing no. you things. Yeah. For sure. But, uh, yeah, for the most part, <clears throat> that was... Like I said, it was, it was really... One thing that I haven't seen in a while is a pretty decent Western. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so. and we were talking about that the other day. It, there aren't really a lot of Westerns anymore, it seems no. like. Or at least cool, big ones. Right. I mean, there's been some, like the remake of The Magnificent Seven. Yes. and But I mean... You get one every few years, it seems like. Yeah. I think the last really decent one, I think, is at 310 to Yuma. Yeah, I like that one. That had Kurt, or, uh, Russell Crowe yep. and uh, Christian Bale in it. Yep. I think that was about the last really good one. Well, like I said the other day, the last one I saw in the theater was the True Grit remake. Yeah. That's the last one I went to the theater to see. Like, yeah. it's been that long. So, I don't love Westerns. Like, I didn't really grow up with them. Uh, I, But I like them now. I appreciate them as an adult. Well, my dad is a huge John Wayne fan. Yeah. So, you know, growing up. We watched a lot I of, got, like, World War II movies. but we I got those, too. Yeah. So but, that's, but for whatever reason, not a lot of Westerns. Or if they were on, I just wasn't interested. I right, think. right. That was probably more the case. But we were talking about the other day as well. Uh, who, where are the like badass guys? You know who who do well these, like, because the- it it stemmed from the whole Magnificent Seven yes. conversation we had with the remake and the old one. That the old one was so much better just because of the fact that. Don't get me wrong, the guys they had. I mean, Denzel Washington's awesome mm-hmm. actor. Chris Pratt's really good. You know, some of the other guys they had in it, really good actors, but they weren't that. Badass, that real badass. Charles Bronson. Oh my God, Yul Brenner. Get me so excited to see yeah. Bronson here. Huge Bronson fan. <laughs> the fa- the best. Oh, but yeah, where are those guys? The Clint Eastwoods and the John Waynes and the yeah, all those. And I mean, let's be honest. The last badass western was Clint Eastwood's Unforgiven. Oh, so good. I mean, so good. I loved that movie. Yeah, so, so. good. So that got us thinking. What if we, what if we did our own dream western? What if we cast and wrote a western? Um, yeah. You want to get into this? Let's get into it. Okay. So, this is going to be crazy. But so we've both written uh, an outline and cast fully cast. I I at least I did mine. I did for the most part fully fully cast cast this movie. And so this is a western that we've concocted. If we if we were given an unlimited budget and unlimited choice, mm. I would, these are these are the people and this is the story we'd pick. Now, right, th- I will say right out front that I wrote this in half an hour. <laughs> uh, this is a first, like you know, this is an early draft. Right, I mean, right, right, right. It's, it's going to have big problems and huge plot holes. <laughs> so don't don't be too picky. Just sort of no, no. Sort of go along for the ride with this on this because yeah. it, it, you know, we're we're not also we're not professional writers. No, no, we no. don't know how to do this. I mean, come on, you've listened to our podcast. You definitely know we're not professional. We're not good at anything. <laughs> so, will uh, do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? Go for it. I'll you let really? you know. Yeah. Okay. Now. Mine is long. Mine is I, I, yeah. Written I know. out, it's four pages long. Okay, it's like sixteen hundred words. I know you said like sixteen hundred words. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to read it too. Have I'm going to read it all. Go okay? for it because this is a podcast. I have to read this. I know. So let me give you the setup. Okay. My movie. First of all, the title. Okay. Is Bone Orchard. Okay. Come on. 
You're, you're intrigued, I, I, right? I'm intrigued. I am intrigued. Bone Orchard. All right, here's the setup. Now, mine's not a traditional Western, right off the bat. Right, I'm telling, I can tell from the title. You knew it wouldn't be, yeah. right? Here's the setup. It, it, it has a totally synth score, okay? <laughs> just just go with this. Okay, okay. It really works, okay? I promise. It has a totally synth score, but it has, like, Western elements in the synth. Right. So, like, kind of, you know how Mandalorian had, yeah. you know, it was like a classical score, but, like, with Western elements. Right, right, this right. This is right, a totally right. synth John Carpenter score. And, by the way, I've hired John Carpenter to score this, <laughs> and he's totally agreed. <laughs> I've given him full freedom. Uh, there's actually, I was listening to John Carpenter when I wrote this. There is a track, if you want to listen to this, to get in the mood, there's a there's a track on his album Lost Themes. It's the last track called Night. Uh, this will pretty much get you where I was thinking. Okay. And if you listen to it, you'll hear how it could work for a Western. Okay. Um, everything in this movie is like, it's like style. It's all about the style, right? It's right. all exaggerated colors, lots of red and blue light. Um, it's it's stylistic, but it it's not realistic. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I'm not going for realism. Okay. Uh, at least how it looks. Okay. It's it's all about being awesome, looking okay. awesome, being stylish. Okay, okay? Uh, it's set in like the 1890s. Gotcha. You know, like all these are. Well, most of them. Yeah. All right, here we go. Okay. I'm going to just read this. All right. <clears throat> all right, Bone Orchard. <laughs> I can't believe this is happening. All right, here we go. This is going to be horrible. Okay. No, it is not. We're just going to have a poll at the end to see who, yes. who likes we, our. We'll like, want you to vote on who's who's yes. you'd rather watch. Okay? okay, and then it'll get fully funded. Yeah. I wish. John. Yeah. Favs. Favreau. Listening, baby. Yeah. Well, maybe I want a different director. I haven't decided on a director. Oh, I, I have a director already. Oh, I haven't so, thought about that. Maybe I'll direct. I'm just a- asking for a produ- producer. Oh, okay. I mean, he's producing everything He'll else. He'll fix it so, for yeah. you, yeah. He'll get the money. Okay. Here we go. The sheriff gets a call that a local farmer has had some cattle mutilated. He goes to investigate. He sees and talks to the dark shape of a man but before he can investigate he's disemboweled by a wolf that the man seems to be in control of almost like it's his pet or something the scene ends with a close-up of the shadowy man's bloody face bathed in moonlight smiling a grotesque smile i didn't cast that sheriff by the way okay he's the only character i didn't cast okay there are two deputies uh that the story is about one's an older man played by bruce campbell okay who's a, he's a drunk uh, he, but he can get things done when he needs to. But right. he's he's generally right. drunk. He's womanizing. He's smoking cigars. Yeah. He always ends up covered in mud, blood, or put another disgusting. So pretty much any other Bruce Campbell. He's Bruce Campbell. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We really lean into that. And by the yeah. way, I'll refer to the characters just as their actor names. Okay, that's fine. The younger deputy, okay. played by Tom Holland. Okay. Um, he's in his mid twenties, pushing right. thirty. He's a smart guy, but he has a smart mouth. But he's a crack shot. He seems to have the capability, but lacks the confidence. His mother was killed by a wolf when he was a young boy, and animals have always made him nervous. Um, The mayor, Willem Dafoe, makes him sheriff, even though Bruce obviously has seniority. Um, But that causes tension between the two, but they they still work well together. Uh, The mayor is jovial and kindly to the public, but in private, he's a real nasty kind of fella. He puts on he puts public pressure on the new sheriff to figure out what killed his predecessor and put a stop to the growing body count around the county as the attacks have been escalating. All right, so Tom has some growing pains. Now that's the new that's the new sheriff. All right, right, right. Tom, Tom uh, Holland, right? Holland. Spider Man himself. Yep. 
He has some growing pains stepping into his role as sheriff. He gets his ass kicked during a holdup, but manages to stop it. Bruce Campbell shows up drunk and late and shoots the last guy, and he gets full credit instead of Tom. <laughs> um, Tom has pressure from his father, played by Harrison Ford. Oh, awesome. To uh, step up and solve the growing problem of the mutilations and murders as the bodies keep stacking up. He tells him that his late mother would be disappointed and that he wishes his son was more of a manly man. He's been made soft by the civilization of the West and his pursuit of women and drink versus being a responsible man. Tom says that maybe if his father had been more of a man, maybe his mother would still be alive. Harrison does that thing where he points right in the person's face and said... (laughs) I would have taken a bullet for your mother. I would have done it what I had to do. I didn't get that chance. You know that thing where Harrison Ford does? Yeah. You know, that exactly. Yeah. Uh, so Tom gets pissed off. He spends the night in a saloon. He meets a traveling stranger, Danny Trejo, who says he's, in, he's just in the area hunting the man that killed his brother. Tom warns him not to make trouble and that he's the law around here. But Trejo just laughs and wanders away. He's too badass to be threatened by Tom Holland. <laughs> Think about that matchup. Yeah. Uh, Tom then makes eyes at a beautiful woman who is Jane Levy from Evil Dead remake. She plays Mia. Uh-huh. Um, they dance and have a great time. He asks to see her again, and she says yes. He steps out into the night, quite liquored up, lit up by a full moon. He hears howling in the distance, but is too distracted by his happiness and lady friend to be concerned. The next morning, Bruce finds Tom face down in his own front yard, (laughs) drunk, or hungover anyway, to tell him that his father has been killed by another one of these bizarre attacks, torn to shreds. But this time there's a clue. The bodies of three men were also found at the home. Obviously, Harrison had gotten them. But the strange thing is that they were totally naked. Tom is clueless and extremely distraught. The only connection between the three men is that they all have a paw print branded onto their skin. All right. Okay. Next to him on the table where... So, like, I imagine it as Harrison got, like, attacked and then sat down at the table and then died at the table, right? Right. But he had time to write a note and scrawled on a piece of paper in his father's handwriting. It said, Wolf Man. Willow knows she'll help. So then we know we have to go visit Willow, who's a witch that lives in the desert. Okay. Well, okay. people say she's a witch, okay? Right, right, right. Tom takes the note to Bruce. Uh, t- Tom takes the note with uh, and Bruce with him to visit Willow, a supposed witch who lives near a forest. She's played by Holly Hunter. That's pretty good, right? She could be a creepy old witch. Well, she aren't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She'd be good. She'd be real good. Quirky. Yeah. Uh, she's wise, mysterious, and creepy as hell. They tell Willow about everything that happened. And she explains that the brand is the symbol of a pack led by a man she knew when she was younger. They ask why she said pack and not gang, and she just smiles. She tells him he's deep into the occult. Supposedly, he did a ritual to make his spirit become one with a wolf, but he had to pay a terrible price and is cursed. They scoff at this, but she gets serious and tells him not to take him lightly. He commands a powerful group, and when he sets his sights on a town or person, nobody has yet survived. She gives them a map to his last known location and his name, Killian. That's because it's a cool name and also because he's played by Killian Murphy. <laughs> I guess that would make it easy for him to remember yes, his name. Yes, Killian. <laughs> but what I like is like all the character names work with the character. Right. I don't know why, but it does. The next day, they start putting a posse together. Tom gets Bruce <clears throat> and Bruce's weird cousin, Teddy. Played, played by Ted Raimi, of course. Shocker. And Tom comes across uh, Danny Trejo again 
And when they tell him what they're doing, Trejo tells them that Killian is likely the man that killed his brother, but he isn't for sure and he doesn't care. He's just interested in some bloodshed. <laughs> he also brings along his unnamed silent partner, a guy who's always playing with a knife. Uh, kind of a disposable character. Right. The posse rides out to the location on the map. Lo and behold, they find an encampment full of no good dudes. They scout it from afar and see them roasting a human over the fire, eating it like a bunch of beasts. These guys are no joke. Suddenly, they get surrounded and brought before Killian. Killian talks to the sheriff, and when he discovers who Tom is, he tells him that he's the man that killed his mother. What? He also might be the guy that killed Danny Trejo's brother, but he doesn't really remember and doesn't really care. (laughs) The captured gang makes a break for it, but during the escape, Trejo's buddy gets killed and Bruce's cousin Teddy gets wounded. We're getting there. We're getting near the end. They make it back to town. Teddy is sick and and his wound, a bullet that went straight through him and his torso. <clears throat> no, wait, a bullet that went straight through him, his torso, and a bad scratch on his arm that gets infected and he might not make it. Later, Teddy goes crazy and attacks his wife and runs off into the night. A drunken Bruce goes looking for him and finds him feasting on a deer that he killed with his bare hands. But Teddy is different. He's covered in hair. His eyes are crazy and yellow. It's pretty obvious at this point that this is now a movie about werewolves. <laughs> That's how I have it written out. Bruce, if you hadn't guessed by yes, now. Yes. Bruce, spoiler alert. Yes. Bruce shoots him and rushes to tell Tom. They make a plan to fortify the town, sending away families with children and requesting any strong men to stay behind. Hang on. I need a kombucha break. Okay. Oh, boy. I mean, you, it sounds like you've already, you know, decided your director to begin with. Who's the I director? I mean, to have Bruce Campbell and, and you Ted think Sam Raimi, Raimi should. Yeah, I mean, you've already I don't pretty know. much laid out the groundwork. For, we'll see. Yeah. Here we go. We'll continue. Okay, okay. The next section of the movie is an awesome montage of guys fortifying the buildings downtown, making makeshift weapons, cleaning, loading guns, husbands kissing their wives and children goodbye, lots of slow motion shots of walking, hammering, and random preparation. All around badass stuff. Um, that night is you guessed it a full moon the pack indeed does show up and begins to siege the town the men manage to fight them back but not stop them and Killian gives a speech which includes the threat to turn the town into a bone orchard which is where the name comes from right Mm. Um, he asks Tom to turn himself in he says if he doesn't come by midnight he'll completely destroy the town classic western setting right 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 Tom and Killian meet in the graveyard behind the little church after a monologue in which he talks about killing Tom's mother Killian turns into a wolf man begins to stalk Tom Tom manages to fight him off but he keeps coming the chase leads through the church and up into the bell tower they keep fighting on the roof and eventually Tom is locked in a struggle with Killian he is being held from behind being choked by a wolfish Killian when the movie goes into slow motion and he remembers his father saying I would have taken a bullet for your mother. I would have done what I had to do. I didn't get that chance. And it's <laughs> Harrison Ford pointing right in his right. face again. Tom chokes and says, thank you. Killian is conf- confused. He slightly loosens his grip and he says, thank you for what? And he says, for giving me the chance to do what I have to do. He grimaces and pulls the trigger of his gun, shooting through himself and into Killian, staggering and wounding him. He still grasps for Tom as he falls off the church, only to be impaled by a grave marker. Come on. That's awesome. <laughs> Tom passes out and wakes up to find himself being cared for by the girl he's been seeing, Jane. There's some stuff that I didn't have time to work in, but like right. he's got a relationship with Jane now. Right, right. Bruce comes in and tells Tom he's lucky as hell to be alive. 
Tom tells him that he remembered Teddy being shot clean through in the same place and just hoped it would work for him. Because that happened earlier. I tried to work it in. So Bruce says he reckons Tom's father would be damn proud of him and that Bruce is finally proud to be his deputy. So their relationship is finally good. Mm -hmm. It kind of wraps up. Right. Everyone is smiling. And then cut to the sheriff's office where everyone is busy when suddenly the door bursts open. It's old man Roberts covered in blood saying something crazy about his wife having been bitten on the neck and then attacking him. They all exchange looks and stand up, grabbing a gun from the table and putting it in the holster. Freeze frame on the gun in the holster. Roll credits. There's a sequel, and it's about vampires. End of Bone Orchard. It's so a Sam Raimi movie. You think so? (laughs) Yes. You've you've described a Sam Raimi movie right there, too. I I, uh, thank you, I guess, because I love (laughs) Sam Raimi. So there you go. That's my movie, Bone Orchard. Bone Orchard. It needs some work, but, uh, you know, it's it's a first draft. Okay, yeah. It was pretty good. Think of this, I'd, I'd watch it. Think of the style element. It it would look awesome. Right. There would be lots of gore and werewolf attacks yeah. and stuff. I didn't. I wasn't able to work in as many instances of like werewolf action that I wanted. And and you need Killian needs built up more. Right. Uh, but again, I wrote this in about half an hour. Yeah. So. Yeah. Imagine it. The perfect version of that. I'd go see it. <laughs> It's pretty good. It okay. really was. Thank you. Okay. I went a little more traditional route. That's fine. I went a little I figured m- you more would. historical. Sure. So kind of kind of playing off actual, you know, it's one of those based on historical, yeah. loosely. This will probably play loosely, into your favor, I think. Yes. Loosely based on historical events. Okay. Uh, the name of my movie is The Last Ride of Sam Houston. Okay. Which, if you know who Sam Houston is, he is the general that... Killed the army and captured Santa Ana after the Alamo. Right. I remember that. And, you know, had a long political career and everything else afterwards. Um, I already have my director. Okay. Clint Eastwood. Nice. Okay, so I get a feel for what this movie so, would be. So you get a feel for what this movie is. Um, music. Okay. Imagine the spaghetti westerns. Mm-hmm. With a little Metallica. Oh, cool. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, if you know anything, the beginning of their concerts is always the music to the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. So, mix them with yeah, a little works. bit of the Spaghetti Western so type why of... why don't we just say that Metallica does the score? Okay. Let's go. They could do that. Yeah. They could totally pull I mean, that oh, off. and totally They would love off. that. So, okay. Um, I'm going to go with my cat. I'm just going to go the uh, story, and then I'm going to go to the cast. Okay. And I haven't, you know, there's little bits and parts that we can have other people, but we'll go with the main. Sure. Okay. Outline of the story. Uh, it's the summer of 1861. Oh, okay. Further back okay. than mine. For a little further back. Um, we're talking right at the at the beginning of the Civil War. Yeah. So, uh, after being uh, removed from office in a coup by um, as Texas governor by the Confederate forces for wanting to stay in the Union, because that's actual historical fact yeah. that Sam Houston was removed as governor because he wanted Texas yeah. to remain in the Union, even though he was a slave owner. Yeah, he, you know he was he was that much for his country. Um, the Confederate f- forces and the leader. Throw him in a prison, basically in a hole-in-the-wall prison in the middle of the South. Okay? Yeah. Um, and basically to rot to death. Because he's near the, you know, he's older, he's almost in his 70s, 
at that point. That's a long. I mean, that's a long life, even at that point. Yeah, and, and it actually was because he actually um, he was, if I'm not mistaken, like seventy three. When he when he died, okay. I mean he was old for anyway, um, and because he died in eighteen sixty three. So is that when your movie ends? No. Oh, because you know because this is his last ride. Anyway, go on. But anyway, <laughs> but I figured because it was near the end of his life, right, right, right. So right. yeah, yeah. Um, a group of Texas Rangers go behind enemy lines into the belly of the Confederate territory to break him out. Oh, cool. And that's... Oh, I love that. I mean, that's the main concept. So it's like a heist movie. It, it is a heist movie, uh, you know, uh, kind of a... When the son's a Katie Elder, kind of... That's cool. And um, basically, that's the whole premise. I mean, you're going to meet characters along the way. You know, your Texas Rangers are, are basically, at the time in the 1800s, were the Secret Service. Yeah. Because a lot of states were, were individual states. Um and my main character, Sam Houston, mm-hmm. Kurt Russell. Of course. I mean, just, yeah. just you know, um, the Confederate, the, the leader of the Confederate uh, states is kind of like the antagonist, yeah. Viggo Mortensen. Oh, I love him. So, He's great. So he would have that kind of that, you know, Kind of. Oh, I want him in my dark. movie. Yeah. yeah. Can I have him as the first sheriff that gets killed? Sure. Okay. Sure. Thanks, Vigo. <laughs> um, the chief head of the Rangers that sends sends the group after him. He's an older guy. He's been around since he rode with Sam Houston. It's going to be Sam Elliott. Oh, <laughs> that's so good. So I, I'm just hitting. Um. Now the Rangers that they hit, kind of a um. A spread of ages, little older, not super old, and a little younger. Went with Patrick Wilson. Oh, great! Since he I was wonder. in, yeah. <laughs> I wonder where that came from. No, well, and just he's he, also great, though. He is great. He, I mean, well, that he, I he think was that, in The Watchmen. He, you yeah, know, he's been in. That speaks to how good his performance was in Bone Tomahawk. Yes, and that's, I mean, that, uh, I, mean, I can't that, tell you enough to go watch that movie. No, yeah, um, Scott Eastwood. Yeah, sure, of course. Younger guy. Jensen Eccles. Okay. And if you don't know who that, that's Dean from Supernatural. Yeah, I know who that is. Uh, Cole Hauser. I don't know if I know who that is. Yes, we, we talked about this. Did one. we? He was in um, uh, Paparazzi. Oh, that dude. Right, right, right. And I do know he was who that in is. Goodwill yeah. Hunting. Right. Um, Charlie Hoonan. I know who that is. And Pedro Pascal. I know who that is. <laughs> Those are your Rangers. So and I mean it's kind of a it's kind of a that, big that is a stacked that uh, is collection. a stacked collection and we're talking you know going from you know full out riding out to train heist oh yeah to get into the middle of, of Confederate territory sure you know we we get to breaking in, into a prison highly highly, uh, highly guarded. Mm-hmm. you know there's going to be you know Michael Bay explosions at times. Nice. Not not to that point, because it is a Clint Eastwood movie. Right. Realistic. Realistic. And at the end of it, the whole thing is they get him out. He's been beaten up. You know, he's older. One last shot. The president of the, of the Confederate, which is Viggo Mortensen, and like two of his guards... They show up in the, near the end of it. They fist fight on the roof. No, no, no. They have a knife fight down in a ditch. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bring it back a little bit. No, at the end of it, they they get Sam Houston out and getting back to Texas. 
they show up at his door and it ends with it goes black and you hear gunfire interesting but you don't know you hear you three shots happened. yeah so you don't know it could be exactly it could go anywhere and that's how it ends and it could go anywhere yeah but that's how it ends. I thought you were going to say there's going to be like a Home Alone style. They're trying no. to get him in his no, house. No, 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 no. No, it's, it's, it's like a month afterwards. But then, okay. you know, in, and we're talking, this is in the midst of the Civil War, at the beginning of the Civil War. So right. they go into Texas and go to Sam Houston at his home. And like I said, they break. That's the last thing. And, and that's okay. the last thing. Fade to black, and you three don't know. shots. Oh, fade to black. And you hear the song, Fade to Black? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, no. No, okay. No. Oh, I like it. That's, that's great. That's my pitch. That's more of a traditional. Like I could definitely really see that being a Clint Eastwood movie now. Like for real. Yeah. There's no question he would make that movie. <laughs> that sounds great. But like I said, and I love the fact that in the end you don't know. It just sort of fades to black, and yeah. you hear three shots. So you don't know if they shot him three times, or if he shot, or he them shot three all times. three of them, or some other combination. Right. That's nice. That's good. I like it. I like it. What's it called again? The, the last, last ride, ride of, of Sam Houston. Sam Houston. Okay, so we're gonna have a, a poll up on Twitter. So you, to, if you want to vote for who's you like, who's who's you want to go into full production, and that will definitely right. happen. Uh, so, so that was Chris's. That was the last ride of Sam Houston. Right. And mine was Bone Orchard. Right. So uh, now remember, they're different genres. Oh, they're completely. But they're westerns. They're westerns. So remember, they are westerns. Yes, they are westerns. So that's awesome. I'm really interested to see what people think of those. I know, and I want to hear comments too. I, you know, see comments too. Yeah, I don't want to just see you know the votes. Comment on it and what you, you know, give your pros and cons of each one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Awesome. And if somebody you know wants to make a movie poster or you know do something, I'd love to see a movie poster for either one of either these. one of them. That'd yeah. be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So if there's any artists out there, I'd yeah. love to see something Go like that. It. Yeah. So uh, we'll have that uh, poll up when this goes live. That should be up. Yep. And uh, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so, okay, you, there was one I, more thing I wanted to talk about. I'm going to pose go. a question to yes. you, and this is going to blindside you, and you haven't had time to think of this. Mm-hmm. All right, we're talking about movies. Yep. You know, we have to always have a little bit of Star Wars in there. Star Wars? Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Right. I wish they'd stop fighting up there. Ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> Then a long time ago in a far, far away. Yeah. Anyway, all right. They've kicked Kathleen Kennedy's ass to the curb. Why are you being so mean to Kathleen? Eh, you know, <laughs> she deserves. I it. want to give her a hug. Anyway, no. Well, you can give her a hug all the way out the door. No. With her plant, her, her potted plant, her little box. Yeah. So anyway, you are in charge of the Star Wars I'm franchise. In charge of Star Wars. What direction? Would you take I it? I fully control Star Wars? Fully control Star Wars. Okay. I mean, you can... People that are in, you know, currently in the, in the, in the uh, you know, executive, other executive producers and stuff, you're in control. Okay. I get to make all the decisions. But you get to make the decisions. Okay. You are pre-Disney buying George Lucas. Okay. Where do you go? So, the first thing I do is... Uh, license a bunch of video games get star wars video games out there again video games they're the star wars games just get them in production go 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 right make all these i make kotor 3 uh because people want knights of the old republic 3 so bad including right. me I, I get that going i make a sequel to jedi fallen order 
I whatever any good idea that someone comes up forward with I'm like yeah develop it go here's a thousand billion dollars <laughs> um, I don't know why we'd give them money for it but whatever right uh, so I would do that first and foremost that's really important to me uh, <clears throat> I would go for a new trilogy first of all okay. I would definitely want it to be a trilogy right and it would be about I think I would want to do a trilogy that takes place in between. So, like, wouldn't it be neat if we got to see directly after Star Wars and then directly after Empire and then directly after uh, Return of the Jedi? It wouldn't be any of the main characters. There might be some overlap slightly. Right. But for the most part, I just want it to be... And it can be from anybody's point of view. We can... we can Anything. Something that can tie in with the other ones. It could right. be some other rebel... It can be whatever. You know, there's always other missions and things going on. Right. Oh, while, while they're dealing with the Death Star, we're, we got agents over on this other planet. And right. we got we got these other missions going on. It could be about the X-Wing squadron. I don't care. I right. mean, there's so it could be about the Rogue Squadron. That would be fantastic. You'd have a reason to fly to, to a bunch of different planets, see a bunch of... So, yeah, maybe maybe we do a Rogue Squadron trilogy. Okay. That ties in with each original movie. Not with me. Come on. That would be good. You would watch it. I would watch that it. That oh, sounds yeah. great. Yeah. So we can have a... Um, that would be... You could get a cool new, whole new cast of characters with some... You know, we could get some young guy to play like Wedge and Tilly's or something. Right. That would be fine. Like and like recasting Wedge, to me, is like not... I mean, I love the guy who plays Wedge. He's Wedge. Right. But... If, not as major an issue. It, it wouldn't bother me as much as, say, like Harrison Ford being replaced as Han Solo. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, and if we could get somebody who looked enough like him, it wouldn't matter. Right. Um... So we do, yeah. So my my vote, and this is fully. I did not prepare for this. I did I not, you know, whatever. That's so, why I get your true opinion. Yeah, because you is, didn't time to sit I there think and my, think about it. So I think much. my true desire is for maybe like an X Wing Rogue Squadron movie involving, uh, I don't know, some planetary, some uh, capers, whatever. They're they're going and doing a mission, and they get stranded on a planet, and then this happens, then that happens, and there might be right. We don't really need the Force. I don't really need a Jedi in this. Right. They could run into, I don't know, they could run into somebody maybe. Um, but they don't. I don't need my movie to be about a Jedi. I just want it to be gotcha. in, this, you know, in this universe. Um, I would also commission a bunch of um, side stories. Mm-hmm. Like I think a Palpatine movie would be cool. I think a Darth Maul movie would have to happen. Yeah. I, would, I would make sure there's a Darth Maul movie. Right. Um, yeah. Now would it be a pre- Prequels, well, Earth Maul, be, I or probably, a time in between the the. Uh, I think I think probably know. in between one and whenever he actually dies. Okay. So yeah, after episode one, right before his death, obviously. Gotcha. So probably like what he's up to around the time of Solo, right? Probably. Uh, yeah, those are what I would do. Uh, I would keep the comics going. I like these one-off movies. Anything that can tie in with the originals. Um, and I would I would have way more TV too. We would do the Obi Wan show. We would do Mandalorian, tons of seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think. I mean, you could you could even have this Rogue Squadron thing as a show, right? But I think I'd like that as a movie trilogy more. But at, at the end of the day, three movies, you know, is essentially what Mandalorian is, right? I mean, if you look at the how you know the running time, yeah, the time is yeah. So you could kind of do that either way. Right. But I think I'd want to give it the budget and the time <coughs> and the star power of a movie. Right. But that's just me. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I would change or do. Um, 
I, I don't really need like a 10, 11, 12 or like a right a, a trilogy on the same a way. prequel prequel trilogy. Right. I don't need any of that. Like no. I feel like that's all good. But if we can fill in some of the stuff in between the originals and even in between any of the new ones or or even the prequels, I don't care. Yeah. Um, I'm interested in some of the side stuff. Maybe a whole maybe a trilogy of movies that is focused on bounty hunters, kind of doing a bounty hunter. Uh, just you know, in general, right? We could have something that's about the guild and about you get to see Bosk and all right. those guys, Dengar. Right, that'd be cool. So that anyway, I don't want to take all the ideas, but that's no. that's what I think. What would you do? That's that's close. I mean, a lot of it is close. Yes, I would. I would focus a little more game gameplay. Huge. Yeah. Stay with the the comics. I would bring back a lot of the literature, and somehow work it back into canon. Yeah, like I would bring Thrawn back. Yeah, Thrawn. We could, absolutely, we could still. I in, I could see a Thrawn trilogy. Even in the current canon, the Thrawn story works. We, yeah, we could have had that. Yeah, that still could fit in there. I mean, that if if yeah, if we're gonna do that, I I could. See it's a like, Thrawn trilogy. It's like five years after Return of the Jedi or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's there's Why still not? that come that, on that you know you're you're talking twenty five years between. There's no reason it wouldn't fit. Oh no, absolutely. Um, uh, the the bounty hunter thing is a huge one for me. Yeah, I I would almost do a series of Netflix or not Netflix, some um, Disney Plus. Well, we know it works. So that's, I mean, yeah, we and, know it And works. each episode would focus on each different bounty hunter. I'd give Bosk his own show. Here you go, Bosk. <laughs> I don't, but he I don't, but that. that's just thing. I don't know if it, you know, or maybe, you know, part of a season. Like a, each each of these bounty hunters have a two-episode arc. Yeah. You know. It would almost be like an anthology show, but with bounty hunters. And right. it all ties together at the end. Right. Um, one of my favorite Star Wars books is Star Wars from a different point of view? Yeah, I would love to see that. Mm-hmm, that'd be cool. A, a, as kind of a ser- ongoing series, one on the books, but also visually see it. Yeah, oh, of course. And it would kind of be something that you can almost do it as a movie. It would be kind of, it's kind of borderline because of the fact that you have so many characters, and there's you know it's sure. a short, maybe just a series of short films. Yeah, but uh, something in regards to that because there's so many characters out there that I mean, even in the Mandalorian we talked about. I mean, Fennec Shen. Yeah, I want to know more about her. Introduces more know. characters you want to know about. Exactly. You know, um, Cara Dune. Yeah. You know what was she like during? You know, hot the rebel. Well, <laughs> hot and a badass. But I mean, you know. But I mean, what was she, what were her adventures through? Violent. Obviously, <laughs> but those kind of side characters that we get a really good taste of. Oh yeah, but you know, wanting what you know significantly more. Oh yeah. Um, like you said, I don't think we need to really revisit. You know the sky, the whole Skywalker. You know, I'm fine with it. Let it rest for a while. I, I, I'm. I would like to see some of the. The only thing I, I and I kind of pull that back just a little bit, and you really can't do it now because of the fact that Mark Hamill is so much older. I would love to see his adventures outside of everyone else 
in that time between between Jedi and between Jedi right. and, 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 and Seven and Seven. I would also love that. Well, you could touch on that because you would get Mara Jane. You would get you well, maybe, know. yeah. But you, we could definitely. Well, that's do why that. I said bring some of that more literature back into. I think we could de-age Hamill enough to do something, maybe f- ten years before uh, the Force Awakens. Up to ten years before. Yeah. So you're talking about a fifteen-year time period that you can. Yeah. Before, I mean, before, and it doesn't even Force have Awakens. to be a trilogy. It could end with him going into hiding. Yeah. I, no, no, it could be a one movie. I don't know, I, but I would like to see him doing stuff. Right. Well, like in, they reference in episode nine him searching for uh, what was that? They were searching for the holocron. Yeah, that, not a holocron, oh, but what, the, whatever that thing yeah. is. That would be cool. Like his adventures trying to find that, or setting up the school, or whatever. There's tons you could do, but I don't. I don't think it's going to happen. No, but no. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe in a year they go. You know what? We're going to give him a Disney Plus show. Yeah. Why not? Why not? I think Mark, it seems like, would like the opportunity to to really give Luke his due. Yeah. And I think the fans want that. Because whether he admits it or not, I think he was very dissatisfied oh, yeah. with the way his character... He admits it. Yeah. Yeah. He he says, this I mean, goes against everything Luke... You know, well, but he backtracked when he said how upset he was. Yeah. With, you know. Well, I understand. What I mean. Because it is a shock initially. Yeah. But yeah, that aside... Uh, I, there's tons of room for stuff. I would yeah. love that. Tales of the Bounty Hunter is a huge one. You know me. they I thought mean, about that's... doing a Luke show. Come on. I know. If they're going to do an Obi-Wan show with you and McGregor, right. no way in hell can they not afford to pay Mark Hamill for a show. They'll do it. They could do a show. There's no reason not to. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I would love, though, and, and this is just me. I'm getting fired up. I know. <laughs> I would love to see a young Qui-Gon Jinn also. Yeah. Because you know that he was... Who would play young Qui-Gon Jim? Who's tall enough? Hemsworth? Wow, that kind of works. Uh, the, the younger one, Liam. Yeah, maybe. That kind of works. It almost works. It almost, yeah. You could find somebody. If you, I mean, let's be yeah. honest. You could find somebody. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I'd like that. Darkliner? Oh, Biggs? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't seen him. That could be part of my yeah of my X-Wing trilogy. Why do I keep calling it X-Wing? I mean, that's the ship, but yeah, yeah. the Rogue Squadron. Rogue Squadron. Well, and that, you know, you're talking about a one-off. What about a, not a clone trooper, but like a rebellion squadron? Like I said, the Cara Dune. Right, 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 right. Like the shock trooper. That'd be a perfect thing to have. You know, a, sho- yeah. you know, a sh- shock tr- soldier. Squad, yeah. you know, there there are things that happen when they get dropped off on these worlds. Well, like, like, let's see them dropping on Endor. Yeah, let's see them doing some of these big battles. Right. You could show some moments where they're present, like, oh, when Hoth is being evacuated, there's whatever. Now she wouldn't; she'd have been probably too young for that, I assume. Yeah, maybe, but something along those lines would be awesome. And then you could include stuff from the original trilogy. Right. But it wouldn't have to have anything to do with Luke or no. Leia or Han or whatever. Right. You could have Chewie run past his cream. Well, <laughs> but then you'd be good. That's all you need. This is all very exciting. Yes. I mean, I honestly would love to see a squadron on Kashyyyk. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Help liberate those Wookiees. Right. Which you get to do in Star Wars Jedi. Yeah, of course you do. And uh, Saw Gerrera, <laughs> who nopes out of there real fast. Yes, he does. He's one, AT, some more. one ATST and like, nope, I'm out. Yeah. He's got to spend some more quality time with Borg Gullet. <laughs> <laughs> Borg Gullet. Mm. 
It's the best. So, uh, yeah, those are our fantasy ideas about westerns and Star Wars. Oh, I'm 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 down for it. Yeah, I'm down. Come on, somebody's got to. Let's get a producer in here. Yeah, let's get one in here. <laughs> I'll call everyone I know. Yeah. Anything else you want to do or? No, I mean, you know, there really hasn't been too much that we haven't already talked about. Sure. Uh, I the only thing like back to some rumor stuff. I mean, I heard they're in development of two Transformer movies. Mm-hmm. One's gonna be in Beast Wars. Oh, did you see the Star Wars thing? Uh-uh. There's uh I don't know why I didn't talk about this, but like right off. Yeah. There's some I don't know how real it is. It seems quite real. Leaked footage of the original um Star Wars live action TV show. Really? Star Wars Underworld. And it's like this footage this footage is wild. Really? It's worth watching. I'll but it's, ha- I'll have but it's to like it it's like all test footage, but it's like really well put Done together. Test footage, yeah. But it's also really crap. Right. So, but clearly they like spent some money making this thing mm-hmm. kind of look halfway good and then stopped. Yeah. But it, it to me it looks like quality wise like a nineties like sci-fi show. Right. Like from the channel sci-fi. Right. I got uh, Lex vibes. Remember the show Lex? Yes. But uh, it's wild. There's huh. stormtroopers and there's I didn't really get a feel for what was going on, but the footage is cool. It's out there. It's like ten minutes of footage. Hmm. I don't know how that leaked out, but yeah. somebody's going to die. Yeah. <laughs> George Lucas has got somebody's head on his table Probably. right now with a, a samurai sword dripping blood. On a pike on his desk. Yep. Uh, the only other thing um, was I heard in Marvel Wise the Eternals movie. Mm-hmm. There is a rumor that Neymar yeah. is going to make an appearance. The Submariner in himself. Submariner. It's to tie in to. Who will, who will play uh, Neymar? Man, I don't know. I mean, I'd... somebody who's a real jerk. You know who I think would be really good? Who's that? Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah. Come on. But is he too old? He's no. already been in Marvel. I was to say he's, he's already been. He he's was in Doctor Strange. Yeah. The guy with the weird eyes. Right. But he'd be good. He's not too old. Namor can be old. Well, but no, because you haven't really introduced him to Fantastic Four yet. Who cares? <laughs> who cares about Namor anyway? He's just a jerk. Yeah. Kinda. I'm better than you until I need your help. Right. And then, oh, well, um, eight years of TV superhero came to an end. Oh yeah. The the end of Crisis I on heard Infinite it was, Earth. It was a bit of a whimper. It was a bit of a whimper. Too bad. I it was, um, it was, and they changed so much. I mean, mm-hmm. from the original, they could have gone so well. I don't so think well. the original story is that good, personally. I, I don't it, I love mean, that story. I don't love it, but I've I mean... I've said that publicly before. Yeah, no, that's... I, <laughs> it's on the record. I don't love it. I think it's better than some of the other cross, yeah. you know, stuff that they've done for DC, like the New 52 and stuff I wasn't a fan of either. I liked it initially, the New 52, and then it fizzled fast. It fizz- yeah, and I just had that feeling that it was going to fall off a cliff. But yeah. anyway... It took away um, Superman's undies. Uh, it's, That's when you know something's up, right? Um, the last episode was on of Arrow, which mm-hmm. was like a it was kind of a, a whole in memoriam kind of right. of episode. You pretty much saw everybody that was ever on Arrow, yeah, back for a moment. <laughs> um, they set up the fact that um, Green Lantern. They kind of, and it was a almost a a Tarantino um, esque reveal of the lantern ring. 
you didn't see the ring, but oh, it was he opened in a up a briefcase or something. It was in and a small like, box good. that came. <laughs> it was like a. It was like this meteor box that came out of the sky that Dingle found. John Dingle found yeah. and opens it up, and it's green light. Come on, I know it was it. it I was kind of disappointed. Um, I had liked Arrow when it was. And kind of the last couple of years kind of fell off. I think Green Lantern deserves a movie, not a show. I know. Well, they're talking about the HBO show. That's going to be. I hadn't heard about this. Oh yeah. It's well, Watchmen be... just did so good, which I haven't even been able to watch yet. I you... I'm I was. I can't wait to watch it. I I'm very excited. Yeah, you can you can make your own decision. All right. I thought it was okay. All right. It wasn't great. All right. I thought it kind of. I one. I don't think that the Watchmen movie actually needed a sequel. No. Anything. Watchmen doesn't need to have anything beyond the comic, but right. here we are. It was all right. Um, no, they are uh, working in development on doing a Lantern Corps for HBO. That's cool. So I'm kind of curious how that's going to Interesting, interesting. Well, and then... Um, I think anything will be better than the movie. I'm sorry. Oh, I do yeah. not like that No, movie. Ryan Reynolds makes fun of the movie. Come on, let's yeah. be honest. I, mean, I yeah. Taika Waititi doesn't even acknowledge for the fact that he was in it. Taika Waititi's in that movie? Yeah. I don't remember that. You don't remember it's, that? Well, because I saw it one time in the theater and really didn't like it. I right. haven't watched it since. And yeah. I didn't know who Taika Waititi was back then. Right. He was like Ryan Reynolds' friend. Really? Yeah. Wow, I don't remember that. Yeah. Yeah, he was in it. Okay. I believe you. I just I haven't seen it <laughs> no. in so long. But anyway, um, no, it, it ended with that. And actually, Oliver Queen became the specter. Right. And, and, I mean, and and they kind of played that off. He was always kind of ghostly white, kind of, yeah. and had this, like, not really a cloak like you see on the comic book Spectre. Yeah. But, like, this big, long coat, almost a uh, Victorian-esque death oh, okay. coat. Kind Interesting. Of, kind of with a hood. All right. Um, and he sacrifices himself to save everybody. So now it's like on, on Crisis on Infinite Earths. Everybody's on one planet. Yeah. But they still think there's like other Earths, but everybody that's in the show is now on one planet. Right. So it was kind of convoluted. Huh. Well, what are you going to do? I know. But, you know, actually, uh, oh, God. John Cryer. Mm hmm. Really an impressive Lex Luthor. Cool. I mean, he's one of the better. I mean, I like Michael Rosenbaum from Smallville. Sure. As Lex, and but he was younger. But John Cryer is is definitely a good, and he's one of the good things that came out of this. There's only one Lex Luthor for me, and it's Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> I will. I I will throat punch you. <laughs> if that was really my opinion, I would deserve it. <laughs> Gene but, Hackman all the way. Gene Hackman. Hackman was good. Like I said, if you watch, you know, just look up, you know, Cryer's performances as Lex past sure. that. You don't really need to watch Supergirl. I think there's plenty of space for a, a, a better uh, Lex Luthor, by the way. Gene Hackman's like kind of a funny. Uh, yeah. You know. But uh, no, they're talking about a, there's a new, the Stargirl series mm-hmm. is coming out and uh, they're doing, they are doing a Superman. Which Interesting. Is, which is funny is the a guy to the show Krypton? No. <laughs> that everyone loves? Yeah. Boy, DC, get it together. Exactly. And th- I mean there's that I 
<laughs> I don't even. I'm at a loss when it even, comes to even Crisis on Infinite Earth did not acknowledge. No, Krypton. I mean, <laughs> which oh. is really really sad. Yeah, but uh, no, I, I it's DC's got to get it together. Yeah, I mean, you know, people say, oh well, Joker was such a great DC movie. I, nah, I don't really want to. I mean, I mean, I think it is a good movie. I just didn't like. I didn't even buy it. No. So no. Hmm. So it's yeah. They need really need to get. I mean, you know, there are some complaints with Marvel TV. You know, some you know people were kind of on the fence with Agents of Shield at times. I agree. I don't love that show, stuff. but it's fine. I mean, DC pretty much needs to stick with animated. They can do movies. That I mean, used to be the they king. They need to do the I movies have hopes. like they do. I have legitimate hopes for this uh, <clears throat> this uh, new Batman. I, I think I think he could surprise us as Bruce Wayne and Batman. I'm I'm. I think he could surprise us. Just saying. I am so on the fence right now with it. Get off that fence. I uh, no. I'm not Get getting off. That off fence. I am not getting on that off that fence till I see at least a trailer. He could do it. All I'm saying is he's got I, the chops. And the thing is, is I don't have... I mean, look at some of the actors they've had in roles in DC. I mean, I thought Ben Affleck was fairly good. I think he's fine at being Bruce Wayne. I don't love him at being... I think he, he's more Dark Knight than the Batman at the time mm-hmm. that they kind of made him. Yep. Um, you bleed, bro. <laughs> yeah. Hey, bro. But you got to blame that on writing. So, yeah, and and I how think, how can you screw up the two greatest store almost two of the greatest stories? Oh man, of Superman. We don't have to. We don't. We don't have to have this whole conversation. We know <laughs> it's bad. My God. Yeah. I mean, and, and all these Zack Snyder honks. Three hundred was good. It's fine. Yeah. Some of his other stuff was okay. It hasn't held up as much as I want it to on re- rewatches. No, I don't love it as much. No, it, it comes across and, a little cheesy. And the second three hundred was. I didn't bother. No, you, you didn't miss. Um, they need to step back the Zack Snyder Hawks because don't care about a Snyder cut. No, release it so we can all see how it's just kind of fine. Where it's kind of the, you know it brings back memories of the dance number of Nightbreed. Oh, how well, many people Spider Man Three? No, well. <laughs> It could be that bad. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes uh, be careful what you wish for because you just might get it. Uh-huh, yeah. But, I mean, well, and then, like, I, I, that's the one thing with Marvel, you know, they've got it so much over in DC because, yes, they'll change stuff, they'll, they'll manipulate things, but it stays true for the most part to mm-hmm. the characters. Well, Marvel wasn't afraid to go. Oh, that sucked. We're gonna forget about that. Yeah, I mean that's and and that's fine. DC <laughs> seems to, to have a times. hard time doing that. I mean, yeah. Suicide Squad was. They can't let it part. go though. We still have her as Harley Quinn, and we still have Birds of Prey coming out. She's fine <clears throat> as Harley Quinn. Yeah. That is not Birds of Prey. Yeah, that is not Birds of Prey. Yeah, I don't. I don't have any dog in this fight. I and don't I, care. I I have no no inclination to. Yeah. Have any interest in Maybe that it's movie? Fun. Maybe some. As long as someone enjoys it, fine. Have well, fun, good guys, for them. Because it's not, I don't really care. Yeah. You know, and it's sad because I like Ewan McGregor as an actor. He's great, and he looks like flat out garbage in this movie, from the trailer of and some of the other scenes that I've seen. Well, so 
I'll see it sometime. Yeah. <clears throat> Probably not. On HBO in a hotel room. I was going to say. (laughs) Some convention at a hotel room. Yes, exactly. So. All right. Well, I think that's probably a good place to stop it. Yeah. Don't forget our survey. Yeah, we'll have the survey up. Go now and do that on our our Twitter. Yes. Which is at GeekSinks. We're also going to be on Facebook, uh, Nerds, Geeks, in the Kitchen Sink. And we have a we have an email. You can send us your thoughts at nerdsgeeksinks at gmail dot com. And we are on Instagram. We now. are on Instagram. We have a Redbubble store where you can get shirts and hats and mugs and things. And uh, what else? There was something else. We do. We did some. What? What am I saying? I don't know. You're what looking I, at me. My I, mind went I, blank. I'm, blank. <laughs> it's my mutant power. What was it? I was. What, 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 what was it? Oh well, it's gone. It doesn't it's, matter. It's, it must not be important. No. But give I us think a follow. We've it all. Well, uh, rate and review on iTunes. Yes, Please. absolutely. Gets us in uh, in your uh, in your notice box. Yeah, helps helps us out. So yeah, do that, and we'll we'll be back in uh, two weeks, like always. All right. All right. Let's wrap it up. Wrap it up. All right. We'll, we'll talk to you guys next time. We will. Goodbye. Bye. Good night. So long. <laughs> <laughs>